0: i Spaces
1: the first NFT Happy Hour Show of the year. Let's gonna play some music while we wait for people to join us. And Joe, as usual, Joe is coming in late. Let's go, I decided to choose Manny's King, which is an Italian group, to start the first NFT Happy Hour of the year. If you don't probably know us, we're coming here every Friday to, you know, give you all the information about what is going on in the NFT space, crypto space, everything. I have here my co-host with me. Yo. how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Hope you're doing well. Nice to see everybody here. And I think uh, I might be the only one here that's not affiliated with an NFT project. So this is actually going to be a good space. We got some creators and people closely tied to collections. But uh, yeah, we had a nice, nice little holiday off for what? We took like three weeks off and now now we're good to go for Fridays.
1: Exactly. I think you're cutting. So hopefully you're not dragging Joe. But yes, uh, just let Uh me tell you guys, yes, you're coming back again. So usually this two combo here in the States, I usually provide like the artist point of view collector and Joe has been actually a hater. I don't know. Like you. Take a break from none of this. What are yeah. you doing now exactly?
2: Um, I'm not a hater, but I, so this whole bear market, I've been looking at like really two things and that's it. I've been looking at the Bitcoin price and the Bitcoin halving. And I decided when Bitcoin was like around 26,000, I said if Bitcoin can just get above 31, 315. I think that the market is gonna just take off. And at that point, I'm more bullish on fungible tokens, especially altcoins compared to NFTs. So I've been paying a lot of attention to um, just trying to find altcoins that have a potential to like 10X or 20X or 50X over 2024. So I wouldn't say a hater, I would say more bullish on fungible tokens. I bought some inscriptions last week too but nfts i haven't really been paying attention so this will be a good time to catch up
1: well it's good that you've been uh inscribing some ordinals. it's been forever on since... doge on doge i have never yep. tried you told me yes and how it is how expensive it is
2: um like their number one collection is like maybe 150 bucks it's pretty cool i bought one um and then they have like a fungible tokens so they have like uh there's like an elon token there's like a some other like it's all meme coins right so i just bought them because dogecoin and litecoin are very closely tied together in in price action and neither one of them has done anything yet so maybe i'll get lucky and uh there'll be a rush into these these doge they call them drc20 tokens not instead of brc20 so but there's a whole market. I did a video on it for fun the other day, only because some guy uh, was talking to me about them um, that we've had on us. Well, we didn't have them on a space yet, but we're gonna have them on a space ordinal side.
1: That's pretty cool. And um, actually, now that you mention meme coins, I think we all can agree that with being experienced, <laughs> a wave of meme coin. I have to say that I was blessed, I will say, yes, to have uh, this gong. I don't know if you hear about it. It is a meme coin on Polygon, and they airdrop to several holders of of different collections.
2: I got got some.
1: And how was when you sold it? Because I told you.
2: I didn't sell it. I just noticed it a few days ago because I haven't really been paying attention. I don't really pay attention to Polygon that much. I did notice I was looking at my wallet last night, and I think it was like 100 bucks or so. But I also got an NFT from you, like a Christmas Christmas NFT.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was surprised to see it. Am I the only one you sent that to? Or like, am I special? Or you sent it to everybody?
1: No, that is what you wish. But actually... <laughs> I sent the Christmas NFT to all the holders. Also, you should have a 2024 one with a dragon in the background. But yeah, we uh, like I got going as well. I sold the majority at the beginning. I think it was like 300 bucks or something. And now what I have, I think it's 100 or so. I don't know, I should give attention because it's true that one day is that, the other day is half of the price. But looks like different marketplaces are gonna start to inco- incorporate that meme coins to be able to pay for NFTs. I was in a space just before this one with the Marikman and apparently Comet is working to incorporate it as well. So you know, you can also, you know, or you cash out or you use it and you keep buying NFTs it's been it's been crazy because not only that but also other memes coins like that uh og i don't know like so weird names one day they were alive the second day they were a rag you know normal day here in the nft space so it's been interesting yeah that's for real and i'm seeing amanda in the audience welcome here we're really excited that Next week, we're going to have Amanda with us, because let me tell you guys, let me tell you. And of we NYC is coming is coming, and um, this amazing lady is hosting an event during NFT NYC. Uh, she's going to be exhibiting different female creators. We're going to have, and um, I'm so excited for this, we're going to have an amazing DJ. Amanda knows we got to know him in another space, and we were both vibing, like, you know, spamming emojis. So it's coming for the event as well, really excited. Uh, we will have uh, most probably as well anna from Meravidsen, which is one of the artists that is going to be exhibited next week so i don't know see looking looking pretty cool you know today we wanted to have just a chill space how is 2024 yo how is 2024 how is going on your channel your videos have been so busy i haven't watched any like seriously how are there
2: uh i guess i guess pretty good like very hit or miss for engagement, I guess, but I think uh, probably the best one that I've done the last month was the founder of ThorChain. Amanda actually introduced me to him. His name is Chad. He was explaining how ThorChain actually works, and I do like that it's um like the, the whole philosophy behind ThorChain is that there's no bridged assets, there's no wrapped assets, there's no custodial um, you know, it's all self-custody. So I like that. I ended up buying some rune tokens, but I'm sure I bought them too expensive now that the market sold off. But um, I like that the rune token is very closely correlated to Bitcoin because Thorchain does a significant percentage of of the Bitcoin volume. So that that's probably the best one that I that I have out on my channel. He's very entertaining. Uh, he has no filter. He doesn't. I don't want to say he doesn't like Cosmos. He doesn't like the way. Governance and DeFi is done in Cosmos, but he likes, you know, ThorChain is a Cosmos
3: chain technically.
1: Okay, that sounds interesting and definitely needs to check that out. It's
2: entertaining. You'll like it. You'll like it. So.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Yes, I will need you to send me the link. I will do my homeworks during the weekend. You, <laughs> you know,
2: you don't have, you don't know, my, <laughs> you don't know my channel, the link to my channel. Jeez.
1: Jeez, yes, I'm lazy. I'm expecting you to give me. Everything, That's true. I, you know? I, I had to, like, I
2: had to Google your Twitter just now to send you a
1: message. See, like there you go, Maria. Simple. I'm easy. kidding. I'm
2: kidding. Hey, can I can I read some interesting stuff off the NFT blockchain rankings before we? You know, and by the way, if you're a creator, just request a mic, come up. It's it's like a it's like a cl- like a country club in here today, so you guys can come up.
1: Exactly, like why being so shy? Come yeah. up. Yeah,
2: like snails. You you always have stuff to talk about with NFTs and Telegram. You can come up, uh, but let let me read some interesting stuff off. I'm on Crypto Slam. I'm looking at the rankings for um, for NFTs, and I'm gonna sort it. I'm gonna sort it by the last. I guess I'll sort it by the last 30 days, okay? So Stargaze has surpassed your first blockchain where you minted a
3: collection. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: If you can tell me the information in a language... A human being. Can understand?
2: Yes. Stargaze flipped Tezos on on NFT volume. Oh,
1: see, see? That I understand. Oh, wow. For real?
2: Yeah. So Stargaze is number 13 on the rankings, which is actually not that bad because, I mean, there's obviously a huge drop off after. Oh, by the way, what do you think number one is in blockchains for NFTs? I bet half the people in here would get it wrong.
1: It's not ETH. It is
2: not ETH for the last thirty days. It's <gasps> not even close. ETH is not even close. Polygon. O-
1: Ordinals. Ordinals. I was about to say that. Oh,
2: the Ordinals. Hello. Ordinals is in the last thirty days, almost at one billion in sales.
1: Yes. I'm so disconnected. I'm so disconnected. See, I need more homework. I need more and homework. And Solana so. is
2: very close to flipping ETH, like within like, uh, I don't know, it looks like 15 million or so. Like the, Ethereum did 322 million this month, or the last 30 days, and Solana did 305 million. And then Polygon is is like far, like a distant fourth place, but then Avalanche Avalanche is number five. I don't ever remember Avalanche ever being in the top 10 when we were looking at the rankings.
3: Yo, I don't know if you hear about COQ meme going on Avalanche. Like Coke. COQ? Yes, Coke. So like on Trader Joe, they have it?
1: I don't know if you have it in Trader Joe. But that thing, I think it has like 34 days of life or something. And all the AVAX people and community has been like chilling that pretty, pretty hard. Like crazy. Like I realized like a lot of people from AVAX like started to be like really active or at least in my feed, which, you know, like give me the thoughts that I need to check that. I know a few collections that I would love to, to have like the chickens, for example. Uh, but yeah, that is the thing there.
2: Yeah, I don't, the only thing I know about Avalanche is when I, I put my money into Time Wonderland.
1: I haven't experienced anything with that oh, thing yet.
2: I, when I bought that token, I had to set the slippage to 20% because it was such a shit coin. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I think within like a few days it, it all went to zero after I bought it.
1: Oh, amazing, great. <laughs> Well, so you want
2: to? we convinced two people to come up. So that's good. How you guys doing? Exactly. Hey, what's up?
4: I'm doing well. Just uh, yeah, I took a break over Christmas and then got really tied up with some um, some work that came my way last week. So really just getting back to snails uh this week and uh, getting caught up with everything has been. Kind of crazy. It's it's weird to take a week off in crypto and it's like you get back and you have no idea um what's going on. Everything's changed. Yeah. You know, no one's talking about you know, the the projects they were talking about two weeks ago. That so, is true.
2: Because, um, well bad kids has absolutely in the time, huh? You, I'm guessing you saw that.
4: Yeah, I saw that. Uh yeah, well, the sales won our autism from you and we sold that. Um it was just better to, for the project to you know, shore up some uh, creator rewards for this month. And um, yeah, so that really helped us out there.
3: Signal, how you doing?
5: I'm really good, Joe. Yeah, I'm doing really good. Uh, it was my brother's wedding on New Year's Eve, uh, which was kind of cool. It was a nice way to start the year. And then uh, I'm just chilling, you know.
2: I, it I don't sounds know if that's
5: like an interesting it. answer.
2: But. It sounds like it. No, it's good. I, 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 uh, I wish I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be chilling tonight because I'm gonna turn my phones off right after this. Oh, speaking of phones, I have an iPhone now. I have an mm-hmm. iPhone now, and I, I don't really like it, but I have to have it. It works better oh. with, with social media. But my man, it's just not. It's just not good. But it's all right
1: why you don't it's a little
2: small my fingers are fat and
1: uh (laughs) you know like better a normal phone than a brick like if i try to
2: write a curse in my other phone it lets me do it in in an iphone it's like proofreading my stuff but you know i'll get used to it but i i I like my own phone it's just that it, it wouldn't it wouldn't charge anymore and then all I realized, all I needed was a wireless charger because now it works fine. It just doesn't have the SIM card in it anymore. But I have two phones, I guess. That's a, I guess that's a positive.
5: Joe, do you, um, do you have that experience where you can like, feel the parts of your brain that have died over time as you're trying to like, learn a new interface?
2: It's really bad. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so bad, dude. I, oh, so I, I le- okay, so I watched this video the other day about this new AI device called Rabbit, and it like blew my mind. But I was also amazed that I understood almost all, of, it's like a 25 minute video. And the guy just has this device that works without applications and it's AI powered, a little bit different than Chappi, GPT, but it was amazing. And I think it will, if anyone's bored and they want something to watch to see what's next in the AI evolution, that's a great video to watch and it might help you understand like when these protocols are talking about how they're leveraging AI, like fetch is really hard to understand or or whatever or is hard to understand but they it, they use some of that same tech in this device and it's, it's pretty cool
5: yeah that's sweet it's gonna help us all age elegantly
2: i think uh well i think w- what it is is it's like the next evolution of of um of browser searches you know like what, what do you call it search engines all right the search engines they help you look stuff up but they can't tell you they don't do anything with the information it's up to you to sort it to go through the searches and figure out what's relevant this kind of does it for you you know like chat gtp you could summarize stuff you could you know i started doing my teacher lesson plans with it and it organizes the information and if you prompt it correctly all you have to do is proofread it and then you can actually use it for something this other device the rabbit Can complete actions. So, for example, it could book trips, you know, without you having to log into apps. So it was. was, It's different. It's different. You you might like it. You might like it. Other people might say, "Who cares? It's just like a gimmick," or it's very early, and it's you know, this device is very early. It's not going to be that useful. It's kind of like a a novelty, which it might be. But I ordered one a couple days ago.
3: Really. Yeah, I gotta, I
2: gotta stay on top of the, of, the, of the tech. I got an iPhone. I got, I got this.
1: <laughs> you never stop, surprised. Yeah, for mm-hmm. real. I what saw the name. It's, I'll
2: post it in here because it, it's 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 called Rabbit, but when you search,
1: yes, I saw it, but I haven't watched the video. The Rabbit R one. I was sorry. Looks cool. That to is be it. Honest. Yeah,
2: it does. It does cool shit. Like the, I thought, the coolest thing was it has a camera in it. And the guy just took a picture of the inside of his refrigerator, and um, he's like, "Hey, uh, make me a, res- a low calorie recipe with what I have in the fridge." And it, it brought up a recipe in like five seconds. It was, it was pretty cool. Anything with food is a good application.
3: Um am on to that.
5: Thinking of some bachelors trying to use that, like in university, taking a picture of the inside of an empty
2: fridge. Yeah, the the fridge is like like a like a can of beer, some, you know, I, I know what the inside of a bachelor's fridge looks like. Cause my friend that lives by me, I've been to his house. And one time I opened his refrigerator. I don't know what I was expecting to find his refrigerator, but I opened his refrigerator. He had a couple bottles of water on the door and then in the refrigerator looked brand new. It still had like the stickers on the shelves. Like when you get it from the, from home Depot. And um, there was a thing of soy milk in there and a box Of I don't know if you guys know what ring dings are. Do you guys know what ring dings are? He had a box of ring dings, and that was it—a whole fridge, not even like an apple. Like it was just a soy milk, a soy milk ring dings, and bottled water. So I don't think the AI is going to help them that much.
3: Yeah, they usually have like a half a
4: bottle of ketchup and ranch. You know, like a few few sides or dressing. That's what
2: I, I was expecting. Like a bunch of like leftovers. Nope not not even close to that. It looked like he never put like cooked food in this fridge before. So,
4: I was always interested in Librem. Uh, it was a privacy-based um, phone, I mean, U.S. made parts, and it was always expensive. But yeah, their their processor that they were using in their flagship model, you know, for like twelve hundred dollars, was basically the same specs as a of a phone that you could get back in like twenty twelve. So i don't think that they've had any advancements but there's a few different like linux-based privacy phones that are starting to
2: come i've to seen market. that one before that, that that's a little bit older that phone yeah God, i pick bitcoin up here how you doing
6: hey how are you so i looked into this rabbit r1 i was following ces and i think it puts siri and google assistant to shame it's what we all hoped and wished that Siri was going to do for us and what Google Assistant was going to do for us, except they couldn't complete a task. And half the time they would tell us that they can't get a result. Rabbit R1 with their product and AI is actually doing it. And I'm not sure if you covered it, Cosmos, Joe, but they had an opportunity to be an app in the iStore and they refused because if you become an app in the iStore, you actually have to open the code. And once they open the code, that would allow Apple to replicate what they have. So it's kind of good that they kept it to heart, right? Because now we can see Apple and Google, which are the two main phone beneficiaries, compete and try to catch up. Because what they yeah. have released is excellent. It's, exa- it's everything that I wanted Siri to do for me that she couldn't do for me.
2: I, I, I hate, I don't even use Siri or whatever it is, whatever the Google, the okay Google one, because every time I ask something, they're like, I'm sorry, I can't open YouTube. I can't open Pandora. I can't do this. Like, well, what the hell? I don't want to talk to my phone. I want it to like do stuff while I'm driving, you know, call somebody. Okay, fine. But I want to open apps because everything's through the app. Right,
6: you want it to be able to execute tasks, right? Mm-hmm. A real virtual assistant. That's what this does. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I, I, I yeah. like that it's, maybe maybe that's like, because I still want things to be tangible, I like that it's a physical device. I thought the Solana phone was a great idea, even if the Solana phone is not even close to being able to compete with other phones. The fact that it's a physical device, it's like it's like a different, um, just like a different marketing behind it, different kind of hype behind it, and it's a you know like you could touch it. You know, I, I think that's there's still a, a place for that, even though everything's digital and imaginary, you know. And by the way, I know you're a big Ordinals guy. Were you up here when I when I was talking about the rankings for the um, NFTs for the last thirty days?
6: I was not. I was I was late. Okay.
2: Ordinals Ordinals oh. volume is almost triple what's going on on Ethereum right now with NFTs.
6: Yeah, but it's kind of expected though, right? Because let's look at the market caps of both. Where are the majority of users? It's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it's users probably proportional. Are in Bitcoin, it's right? Purport- yeah.
2: yeah, it's proportional, probably. But still almost in 30 days, 860 million in ordinal sales. I wonder if if they're they're probably counting the BRC twenties. And I know that two of them, two of them cracked the top hundred in the last month because they got listings, right? Ordi, was it Ordi? and then another one? I forget the other one, but so th- those did really well. Those did really well.
6: From my personal experience and speaking to devs, those ORD twenties and BRC20s, I see them more as meme coins right? But the actual ordinal inscriptions, those actually have value behind them. And you can see that because lately, a lot of them are being sold in Sotheby's, right? That's like your golden stamp once you're able to sell your product in Sotheby's, right? That's where all your art collectors, that's where everybody goes to purchase high value items. So from an ordinal's perspective, yes, there's a lot of ordinals, but me personally, I focus on just ordinal inscriptions. All these other O R D twenties and B R C twenties on the long term horizon and the long enough timeline. Eventually, ninety nine point nine percent of them will trend to zero.
2: Yeah, even when we were, and I'm happy
6: to be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and somebody else has a better insight. But I don't see it,
2: M- Maria. Remember when we had that that ordinal space? I was like three hours, and some of the people on the space were telling us, "Yeah, they're like they're fun, but they don't really do anything." So. They're kind of like treat them like meme coins, and they they kind of said the same thing. Do you do you remember that when we had those ordinals projects on? They said they said that the, the ordinals were yes. You you might be able to look at those more like a long term investment on Bitcoin, whereas like the BRC twenties were just people were making them just because they could make them. You know,
6: uh, an easy way for me to look at it, right? Can I buy anything with these? BRC 20 coins that they're developing, right? And I can't, right? It's not acceptable anywhere. There's not, it's not a limited supply, right? It's, there's no uniformity in it. So yes, it's good, right? You get behind it and a a culture gets behind it, right? But after that culture dies and the new hot thing comes out, what's left? You're holding a bag right
2: yeah and i was talking to a ordinals creator like 2 weeks ago something like that and he said that um, he said that the uh, the brc20s cause all kinds of problems with um, there's all kinds of problems with price feeds and finding the tokens on the chain and indexing and all this stuff so like to the end user like me i don't really know what all that means but i know that's going to slow down people building tooling for something that's like more like a gimmick unless they have a vested interest in seeing that become more accessible. So maybe the the ordinal inscriptions themselves will get so far ahead in marketplaces and tooling and use case that, like you said, maybe most people will look at the BRC20s as meme coins, except for maybe one, two, three of them that do something else. Who knows? Maria, did you ever buy BRC20s? I think you said you did.
1: Actually, I did. But to be honest, I don't even know what I bought. Like, I don't remember. So you can see the the huge, <laughs> the huge interest. I don't remember. I've, I It's been forever since I don't check my wallet. I should, to be honest. I'm telling you, like, I've been super disconnected. I'm really looking forward for the ordinal space because I feel like I, I, I am left behind, you know.
6: Yeah. So, yeah. So, so the ordinal index is just, it's a set of numbers that's used just to order a collection of objects, one after the other. And that's the um, indexing that, um, what's his name? Casey Rodermore, came up in January of 2023. So that's, that's all that is, right? You need a certain code just to index your project or your ordinals so it's called indexing that's what it is right for,
2: but for the brc20s i heard is very logistically difficult like cuz they're all they're 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 in different blocks but they're the same token and it's the same collect oh so it's different yeah the, the way it was being explained to me and he's he's a developer so he was going really fast that it's 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 an absolute nightmare to index the brc20s and that's why a lot of people are going to start right kind of writing them off unless there's something else interesting about them he's he's the one that showed me the um the doge inscriptions and then i like started playing around with it and i quick made a video just for fun but um the doge ones might be cool because they're cheap and also there's nothing else going on with doge you know like doge is a meme is a meme chain and it could it could definitely support a whole ecosystem of meme tokens with no problem probably cuz what what's the doge the doge market cap has to be between five and eight billion, right? Like, why couldn't they support meme tokens? I'm going to look that up now because I might be way off, but I think the, the the Doge market cap's huge. Let me see. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, it's 11 billion. Oh, my God. Doge's market cap, is bigger than <laughs> Polka dot Tron, Polygon, and Chainlink. Holy hell, that's crazy, man! I don't, I have no explanation. How do you explain that to someone who's just coming into crypto? Like that, like you're trying to show them like coins that have good tech or nf or blockchains that have interesting NFTs, and then they see Doge, eleven billion mark cap, and Shiba Inu, six billion mark cap. How do you? It's so hard to explain.
4: So I think Ether- Doge is, is still work, right? Oh, I'm sorry. God, no, I was just going to say, Ether Doge is still under a $1 million market cap. What?
2: What, what is that? So what? That's ERC-20? Yeah.
4: yeah, so Ether Doge is the first meme coin ever minted on uh, Ethereum. It was a rug um, launched by Ether Delta and uh, the SEC shut down Ether Delta and took 99.99% of the supply. And some of it just started moving around. So I tossed 30 bucks in, or 50 bucks into it. And got about thirty dollars of the token. It cost me like a hundred and ten dollars to go from Cosmos to Ethereum. Uh and then it was like twenty-three dollars in gas and twelve percent slippage to buy like try to buy about fifty dollars worth and got about thirty dollars and yeah that's not worth like three grand. So oh, not um, bad. yeah this it's a it's been such a crazy a bunch of secret people are running the community and um it's just been a, a crazy ride you know it's like the ultimate meme coin you know it's got the sec involved it's got a previous rug it's got history so um, like it's the only meme coin that i've I, actually I have a website serious in the past
2: it got deployed two in 2017 so it's like older than cosmos <laughs> it's all it's older than cosmos polka dot all the-
4: it's a piece of history. When I when we all bought in, you know, before the the big pump in December, um, it was crazy. Like I remember looking at it and I was like, "All right, there's no way I'm not tossing some money into this." You know, and it cost me like two hundred dollars to like actually buy fifty dollars worth, and now I'm just looking back and laughing at it.
2: Must be nice. I I bought a uh, like a micro cap token on on ETH like two months ago, and it it dropped fifty percent the first like four
3: days. Sorry, uh, Bitcoin, we were kind of talking over each other, but please go ahead. I think, Cosmo's Joe. I think that the coins such as um, Doge, Litecoin, there's
6: going to be some numerical value to them only because they use proof of work, right? And they're, they're a copy of the Bitcoin network, yep. right? The proof of stake network's very different, right? You can create them out of doesn't cost much to create them, but from a proof of work perspective, it actually costs energy, right? That energy can be tied back to fiat currency and what it actually costs for that output to occur. So although Dogecoin was kind of a joke at the beginning, it does take fiat money to produce it and it is accepted in certain places, right? And yes, I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but you don't know what that team is going to develop behind it, and we could be looking at years down the road, yeah. right? But Litecoin is the identical copy of Bitcoin, just faster because of how it's set up, right? And some proof of work.
2: Maybe somebody in the audience so, can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I don't think it costs anything to mine Doge because I think Doge is mined as a byproduct of Litecoin mining. I, I I'm pretty sure that that doge like doesn't even need to exist it's all because litecoin is being mined that doge i don't know maybe i'm confusing two different tokens but i think it's something like that
4: they use the same algorithm um i forget what the algorithm is called but it's the same mining algorithm you, mine you do mine if you if you're mining. Um, you mine them individually uh, i don't think so you could, but you could use the same collaborative
2: oh, okay got it got it okay that that makes more sense. All right. I'm just going through the token.
4: Yeah, I think. I think Bitcoin SHA 256 Litecoin, I think is like script seven or something like that. And then same with Doge.
6: I got a question for you. Which do you think is the next ETF that's going to be under the fire for releasing after Bitcoin?
2: You're asking me?
1: I'm
2: i I think Ethereum. I
1: think, yeah, uh, it has to be. Yeah, Ethereum.
2: Joe,
5: I think you were talking about merge mining, which is where you mine Litecoin and Doge at the same time. Yes, I was. Yes, that's what, it, what I heard. Yeah.
3: Is there a better opportunity for Ethereum
6: to be approved, considering it's a proof of stake coin, or another proof of work coin
2: before I think, that? I think it'll be ETH. Probably just because of liquidity and the fact that they could probably put together like a basket of ERC, tw- like it, it could be like, you know, 70% ETH, 20% chain link, and whatever. I, th- I think that makes sense.
6: Oh, no, you can't do that. It, it, all those would have to be approved for them to be in a okay. basket. So, so each one would have to be approved individually before okay. that. Right. But I mean, I think that's eventually where everything yeah, goes. Eventually, and I'm talking about years down the road, not under this particular, um, government agency, you will have Solana that's approved, you will have Ethereum, and eventually you'll be able to build a basket, right? And these ETFs will build a basket. But I'm just asking you guys, do you think it's more likely that Ethereum gets approved next? Because there's a proof of stake concept there. And I don't believe we have an ETF that actually spits off revenue, I could be wrong but I don't think we have that today and it would be the first and it's all, it's a digital asset.
2: Grayscale, has, first
6: of Grayscale has
2: a DeFi basket. I, I know it's different than the ETFs, but they do have, they, it's, it's GDLC is the ticker. And they have like, I think there's six or seven tokens involved in the basket. I just don't know how Grayscale is different from an ETF.
3: Those are
6: trusts. A trust and an ETF is very okay, different. Okay. So they could have it under a trust. And I think, I think you have said, you said that before. I, and I think those are under a trust. They don't have any ETF digital assets. This, the Bitcoin is the first one. In a trust, there's also a few other um, product providers that offer trust, but it's really, do you trust them, right? An ETF that's approved and it's gonna be trading on NASDAQ, a very different comfort level buying it, right? Grayscale five years ago saying, hey, here's a trust. and we'll sell you solana cardano cosmos you're a little hesitant
2: yeah i guess guess it makes sense sense.
4: we've had i don't think ethereum has any problem getting approval certainly in the boat you know that the the merge and the going to proof of stake was more of a, a state actors having their hands in a decentralized ecosystem so i think it you know, eventually Ethereum has a, a lot easier road ahead of themselves compared to, um, yeah, you know, the other blockchains.
5: In Canada, we've had Bitcoin ETFs for a few years, and Ethereum as well. Ethereum came like immediately after, I think. But obviously, SEC is different.
2: But I think eventually the SEC is going to just like split, and there's going to be like a separate SEC for digital assets. I think I think that's coming. Actually, while you, I know we're, we're off topic because I started talking about. Ordinals a little bit, but while you guys are up here, snails signal. Do you want to do like elevator pitch, like what you're what you're doing right now with your NFT projects, the chains involved, anything like that? I think that'd be a good idea. Uh, sure. Um, we've got
5: this month. We've got a uh, another audiovisual NFT coming out uh, end of January. Uh, it's nature. It's going to be paired to the one we did called Civilization in November. Uh, we're doing a drop to those who already have Civilization if they have at least one, and then um, just dropping one to each of those wallets. And then the remainder, we're setting the the uh, we're setting the collection size to the same as Civilization if that makes sense. And then we're selling the the difference between uh, those who hold it. Those wallets that hold and then the others. Um, so it'll be pretty cool. It'd be like a minute and a half, uh, kind of crazy alien sort of psychedelic <laughs> audiovisual thing. Uh, we're on Stargaze, I should say. Um, about
2: 300 I'm, in the collection, I, something like that?
5: Yeah, yeah, it will be about 300. It'll be paired to the, the same amount as the Civilization one. Uh, for me personally, I, I joined the Stargaze team uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, which is quite exciting, so I'm working part-time with them. Um, And then, uh, yeah, Signal, we're just going to keep producing stuff like that. Uh, We have a few collaborations in the works that I can't really say much about publicly, but I'm pretty excited for them. Hopefully we'll be able to release a little bit in a few weeks.
1: Uh, So you're working with Stargaze?
5: Uh, Oh, yeah, I am, yeah
1: nice i didn't know that probably miss it on telegram but congrats that's pretty yeah cool. i haven't made like
5: an. i guess this is like the official announcement i haven't really <laughs> said anything other than uh, just mentioning offhand to a couple people no you told, yeah, you I told I me you told me like a week ago it. and
2: I, I thought you would have, have been bragging about it by now that's yeah, not really my style yeah, that's, um, but true. yeah I'm, that's true yeah it's cool i'm enjoying it did, did you do a snapshot yet for those for those for the next collection or no not yet, no. Uh, somebody somebody mispriced one of your NFTs on buying it now.
5: Yeah, I saw there's one for like 250, really the cheap one.
2: Yep. Um I got it. And then we're
5: doing a we're doing a drop of our token, uh, which isn't like an exciting meme token or anything. So <laughs> but uh it it we'll we'll do a drop to all of our all of our holders of all of our NFTs uh once we put nature out. Um and the whole thing with signal with the DAO is kind of trying to build like a uh, Art art collective uh, that people can publish through, uh, and then you know funds go to the uh, the DAO treasury. Um, so everyone who owns a Signal NFT will get a little bit of that, which is a token that will that governs the DAO, which will sort of evolve slowly into an NFT publishing thing.
2: Do Do you think what's happening on Juno with like the reorganization? Do you, does that give you more confidence that that you sh- your DAO will be based in the right place? do you think it's not going to matter or do you think it's worse (laughs) i guess there's a three the three options
5: well we're going to be so we're going to be launching on osmosis and pairing most of our liquidity with with other tokens uh so the price of juno won't have a huge price impact on signal it has to to point obviously because it was our main pairing uh but we're just going to be doing different pairings so in that sense like our DAO is based on on juno um but you know, we won't, our, our token price won't really be very affected by Juno's. So as long as the chain is like functioning, then our DAO will function fine. But the project will be, you know, multi-chain, so to speak. And the token
2: is really just so people can vote in DAO matters.
5: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, you know, when we publish NFTs, you know, a portion goes to the DAO. And as we get, recruit more artists into Signal, um, the same is there. you know, the, the, the kind of the same agreement. So over time it's kind of like a, a brand uh like a pub uh like a brand and art uh company that you're investing in, I guess something like that. Uh that's kind of the idea with the DAO
2: over time. Got it. Okay. Cool. No, this is good. I remember I talked to you like man, it must have been like a year and a half ago when I first talked to you. And I think you were the first I think you were the probably the first creator that I spoke with that was actually using the, the DAO tooling for their DAO because up until that point, most NFT collections would kind of operate out of a Discord to to take advantage of like some of those Discord tools and use them as DAO tools. So yeah, it's been like it's like a year and a half ago I talked to you, I think, man.
5: Yeah, we're like one of the oldest <laughs> DAOs on on. on yeah, the DAO you're DAO definitely
2: DAO one, one of platform. the oldest DAOs. You and uh, Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're coming back but as Aqua gonna... Ag, DAO soon.
5: Yeah, me and Todd are OGs. We go way back. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. We've been like we we launched on DowDow when it was like beta, and you like weren't really supposed to like they didn't recommend actually having a your token traded because the contracts weren't uh, audited and things like that. So, but luckily nothing happened, and we're still around.
2: Maria, you know I have a
3: number one of a Signal NFT. She just,
2: she just probably threw her phone. She didn't care. Yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry. I have my my dog barking. I don't know to what exactly because it's almost midnight here. So yeah, uh, what I, I said that I
2: have, I have a number one of one of signals collections.
1: Oh, nice. Yes, I don't know how from where you get that luck. I don't think like, it was seriously. I'm I'm so unlucky, like seriously, I, I think I've never got a one-on-one minting a collection and I mint a I lot. Think, and... I think it was, the
2: situation so... was very unique. It was like, I was in a Twitter space, signals like, oh, I have a collection, it's almost minted out. And we were talking, I was sitting in my car and I went to go mint. And I think there were only like two or three left and one of them ended up being the number one. So I had like a one in three or a one in two chance of getting it. <laughs>
1: You had a swell day after the filter, right? Did you still have that? Yeah, somebody
2: made me an offer for um, like 200 bucks, deciding whether or not to take it. God. I mean, I, I be can't good? believe we'll, bad kids is still know. like doing so good, and after the filter is like not even able to catch any of that tailwind. Like, what's the floor on bad kids? Like, three thousand US dollars, something like that. Like, that's that's significant. I did a.
1: Well, they are really different. I'm sorry, Signal World. Oh, I was
2: going to say I did a token swap
5: with after the filter actually. So if you look at their uh, their wallet, they have a Signal NFT in there. I uh, I swapped it for this one, which is kind of cool. They they hold one of ours now.
2: I, I like the after I, the filter collection still.
5: I, I still think it's like just a matter of time until it catches on a little bit if Bad Kids continues to do as well as it has. If it has the same trajectory, because like it's the same guys going and like making those connections at like live events and stuff like that, you know? Um, and it's kind of unique enough that it's like, if you like them, it's something else interesting you can get into that isn't just purely derivative. Um, so I don't know. I think it can do well.
1: I okay. agree. Did you got the airdrop? I think it was like bat coin or something. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah, I think I am the only one in all the space that I don't hold a bad kit. No no but I probably am the don't only one, one, right? then the entire
5: yeah, man. You don't I don't have one now. I had I had
3: one.
1: Well, but you took your profit for sure.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I, I, somebody- I, I sold it like fifty thousand, somebody sent me one.
7: Hey uh hey guys, it's uh Scooby with the uh, SK um signal and uh hey, hey joe hey maria um hey so I, I i i heard this right you got you have another collection because i thought it was like an open edition you mean mine yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah so
5: we did the civilization open collection and then we have this other video that's coming out that's nature and it's meant it's meant to be like a pair a paired video with the first one and so that's why we're setting we're setting the collection size to the co- the amount that uh the first open edition minted to, if that makes sense, and then like anyone who anyone who holds uh, any wallet that holds the original gets a drop of the new one, but like some people own a couple, and what we're doing is we're just dropping one to each wallet, so there'll be like a few in excess uh it'll be like this so this new one is going to be like sixty percent dropped or something, and then we're just gonna sell the remainder
7: oh man I, I hope uh, my treasury held some because I remember I minted a bunch uh. And uh, I gave them away on uh, ooh, NFT, I think. I, I hope I held one. <laughs>
3: I can hook you up with one. I got right. a
1: couple. That is always the, the thing. that <laughs> We ended up giving away everything. I feel you on that, Scooby. Wait,
2: So did, um, did people that have those ugly clowns get the circus airdrop? Or, or were those bought only? Because I have a bunch of clowns, I noticed. You, you must have got the airdrop then. Oh, here, this is going to be fun. I'm gonna I, check I, right
7: now. I thought I saw something where he he excluded bad kids holders, so I don't think I got one.
5: Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything that's coming out of that. If they're like when they're telling the truth or just joking, um, but should check either way.
7: I did get a Bitcoin airdrop, so that's doing pretty well from what I heard. Because I remember when it was dropped, it was like twenty to thirty dollars, possibly forty. And I think now, uh, I mean, last I kept up with it, it was like. 150 to possibly 200 bucks.
5: I dumped the bad coin out of principle because Cortland is always complaining about how they're using cuz they bad kids didn't do it, right? So he's like, I've noticed him kind of complaining a yeah, bit. Yeah, that it. that
1: is what I was going to ask. Because I remember for once I was in the Telegram, in the coffee, Cosmos Coffee House. I saw him saying, no, we're not going to lunch." And then I saw the coin. I was like, OK, what is going on then?
5: Yeah, I think the bad kids guys are a little annoyed about it. But um. so I just sold bad as soon as I got it kind of. Out of principle, but now it's said going he up, never, so I wish I hadn't.
2: Cortland said he never claimed it, even though they have the biggest wallet.
1: He can send it to me.
2: Uh, good
3: for
4: him. Congrats on getting that job with um, Stargaze Signal.
2: Yeah,
5: thanks a lot.
4: I'm yeah, so
1: what are you going to be doing?
3: I don't know. Okay,
5: good.
1: Fair <laughs> uh, enough. I, I, I'm enough. doing,
5: um, so I guess like Bonzi moved on. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but he hasn't been around for a few months. Uh, so I'm going to be doing.
1: That's a good question. What is. Basic? I don't
5: know. I actually, I reached out I to like you. the other guys in Sunnyside. And I think they said he's just kind of busy with his new job, his new, got a new girlfriend or something busy with life, which is good. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of doing what he did, like where you help with the featured projects and uh, and then just like some internal stuff.
7: Uh, good luck, uh, fixing up those, uh, IPFS, uh, links, messes. Cause, uh, I seen some of those, cr- uh, feature creator chats and, uh,
3: <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, and, you know, I'm sure any creators here, you know, when they do that featured mint, it's like always down to the last minute and, uh, it's pretty rough, <laughs> like you, you, you want to make sure everything goes like absolutely perfect, like the metadata to everything, uh, you know, like, like, yeah. like, you know, like Harold's, for example, like Harold's was this huge hyped project, you know, man, they're bringing in the liquidity from Luna, you know, th- this is going to be massive. A- and then, you know, the hype, the, the, the dude bro pumps, you know, they were all there, like just hyping it up and then they launch and like the metadata is just completely screwed up and it's like it just takes the wind out of the sails and it's like you know as a creator it's just like that's the the biggest fear that like you just make that launch and you don't stick the landing it's like oh man it's the biggest fear i'm sure you're always concerned with that maria too (laughs) It's, it's, it's uh, one of the worst well, things that could ever happen.
1: Well, 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 my first lunch, me on the computer on a bus in my way to Portugal. Like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. But let me tell you, Signa. yes, yes, I am one of them asking 100 questions when I need to lunch. So I apologize in advance because you will need to. <laughs> <laughs> to deal with me at certain point. But yeah, 100%. Like, in my case, I'm always making sure, like, since that first launch happened, like, to review everything 100 times, I'm still, I know that something is going to happen. I know. At least for me, something always came up. In the last minute, like it's like fuck my life, you know.
5: Yeah, totally. Uh, we one of our collections, we completely fucked up the launch, and we had to pull it back and do it again. And like I think twenty five percent had already been bought, so I had to go and like drop those to people and ask them to burn the old ones. It's it so embarrassing. Uh, yeah. So
2: hey, I just noticed something. Uh, guys, remember Stargaze Troopers? One of the Genesis collections that ended up they disappeared. I guess I don't know if it was a rug pull, but they they disappeared from the space. Yeah, their um, their image for the NFT is not showing anymore. So does that mean they just like the image is no longer hosted? they have to pay for that or something? How, how does that work?
1: Oh it, damn it! Maybe they delete the IPFS. Is yeah. it is
5: it uh, just a little red square thing? Yeah. Instead of the image, it just needs to be like refetched. It's not that difficult to do. It, it still exists. It's just uh, something to do with the way the data is pulled and displayed
2: on Stargaze. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, I'm looking in my wallet. What's What does that like? Every so often, get refreshed at some point, or has to be done manually.
5: Yeah. I think it like automatically is done like a blanket thing every once in a while, and then you you can manually do it if you need to, as well. Got
7: it. Yeah, it 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 could definitely be manually done because we did the uh for our Freeman with the with the Jacari dragons. Um, we did the we did like a reveal so. Like you can update the metadata now which is really nice because i guess before you couldn't (laughs) well i guess you really couldn't you had to like burn the whole collection or something and that's why we would always like sweat bullets you know just trying to launch stuff because you know once it's on chain it's on chain but um yeah like you guys can like essentially like force a manually refresh because um we we did the reveal for like the the 10k collection and man that was very stressful but i mean you know once uh I don't, I don't know who refreshed it on the Stargaze front end, but, uh, you know, they, they took care of it real quick. We just, you know, batch uh, updated it through the Stargaze studio and then, uh, you know, one, two, three, it was done.
1: Actually, now that you mention about the rebuild, how was the process on Stargaze? Because I'm going to need to learn that pretty soon. So it,
7: it's, it, it's kind of interesting. You basically have to launch two collections And you basically swap the ipfs link to the second collection and you have that point to the metadata since the metadata itself has the ipfs link to the artwork so you can in theory i guess you could technically keep updating artwork or like say like you can like say take a holder's uh you know, NFT or something, you can manually update that to like a one-to-one. Uh, but, you know, I probably don't recommend it because it's going to screw with the rankings. But I guess if you launch the collection with that in mind, it might not be, you know, a bad idea. But I, I that seems like it's completely possible. What, what you're
2: describing might be a way to keep community engaged, right? Like Maria has a fungible token, you know, no monetary value, but she has a fungible token. She could accept those tokens, to change character her, her collection is already one of ones a lot of them she could use those tokens to take it and that could be a way that they get taken out of circulation or cashed in like reward points to um you know update art or did, can, can you change the actual metadata or do you just change what the metadata is pointing to
7: you could change the actual metadata oh my god there's so um, many opportunities here We could just yeah yeah that yeah exactly that That, that's exactly what uh me and reggie um you know uh, i mean him you know we were the founders of the project we we were actually like this is just stuff we're talking about like you know because we work together all day and night and uh (laughs) so uh yeah we were actually talking about that like hey what if we because, like, so when you launch the collections now on Stargaze, um, you have the option of keeping the metadata. Um, uh, can't think of the word right now. You know, uh, changeable, changeable. Um, I, I well, Stargaze, I think uses something like mutable, a mutable contract. That's right. So you can make. So you can launch it with the with the contract mutable. So what that means is you can update the IPFS link. So literally it's kind of like ethereum how like i you know there's certain projects that will do like a basic 2d artwork they'll update it to say like a a hero artwork and it's like 3d and it moves and stuff so that's completely possible you can either change the artwork or the metadata itself if you really wanted to like uh like stc i see her in here too she's listening (laughs) yes uh, so, so yeah, like so. For example, like the like the ticket, like we could change that back. So we did like the whole reveal, and SDC really liked the like the ver- the reveal token we did. So, so we can update the metadata to switch that back. It's just Stargaze itself will have to manually refresh it, and you know that that's really you know the biggest thing. So, but yeah, no, like so when you, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little off topic there, but um, yeah, so the immutable contract like so when you're going through stargate studio um it has the option of freezing the metadata so you could in theory you know later on like when you're done with the project or um not done with the project but that collection i should say (laughs) um you could freeze the metadata so that it can no longer be edited so i guess that would be like you know making it that's permanent that's it it's done yeah so what
2: you could do is you could let's say Let's say you launch a collection, kind of like, was it Plucky Penguins, where their collection had two different tiers, right? You could mint the gold, I think it was, and then like the regular one. You could say, like, let's say it's a thousand in the collection, you have a hundred golds, 900 regular normal ones. You could have some kind of like contest going on or gamification or even just pay to play where. 50 people, let's say, are able to upgrade their normal one to a gold so that, that when you launch the collection, you say, okay, you can mint a gold, or if you don't mint one, there's ways to upgrade it by participating in our contests, or maybe you have to make make some memes or something, or contribute to the community. And then for what you're saying, you could freeze the data, the metadata, and make it permanent, right?
7: Yeah, I mean, in theory, I mean that that should be completely possible. Can you do that with an like open said, edition? It's, it's all like an open edition. That you know, that's a great question that right. I I don't know. All I know is for a standard mint, which is what we you know uh, we well we did the uh, the flexible whitelist, which is like you got to pay like like thirty thousand stars for. But you know, it, it should be possible with just a standard collection. Um, I, I I don't know for open editions though that that's a great question i mean maybe someone else in the crowd knows. i think you can't i don't, I don't see graphene anywhere
5: <laughs> i think you cannot with the open but, editions because it's a different minter, ooh. right but i, th- I
2: think that.
3: So cool. do
1: you. i know also oh, because that, uh, you could
2: you could mint an open edition and then you could have ways to to differentiate them so you, you end up creating rarities depending on maybe what mm. direction yeah. the community is pursuing so it's almost like the community I mean, I don't know. I'm just making this up off the top of my head, like I usually do on spaces. But you can have the community kind of push for different things, and then those become based just based on demand, become the traits that everyone likes and wants to add to their NFT. I know that this is. I'm just creating more work for the NFT creators, but it's <laughs> from like.
1: From- yes, thank you for that. Uh- yeah. So
2: just in case you weren't <laughs> busy enough imagine if you launched a collection and that was just the beginning of the work and then you had to spend like like, yes i mean because i i want to launch a comic book but i'm like how am i going to do it do i launch it just a complete comic book as an open edition it's all the same do i launch it with different covers and you know or could i launch the comic book as one page at a time and then people every time the new one comes they burn their old one and then they get
1: to get the other they get
2: like their nft plus the next page of the comic and let's say the comic's going to be four pages there will be four four mints but you get to burn and maybe get like 50 percent off the next mint because you're burning an old one i don't i don't know i gotta think think of a good way to do it
1: yeah that would be cool to be honest i i love to play around with burn mechanics uh actually Um, before I pass the mic to Snail, because I would love you to give a little pitch about your project. I want to ask Scooby, you know, because it's midnight here. It's Friday. My mind is melting. And this is my introduction and excuse for me to don't understand a thing. So the thing is, if I want to launch a collection and I want to do rebuild, talking about, okay, I'm in a started studio. I should mint two different ones you said, and then just change the IPFs or or in the one that I created, I change the IPFs AP key, whatever because sorry you you lost me there.
7: Oh yeah, sorry, I you know I did get a pulled ten different ways <laughs> yeah, so so the way I did it is um I used stargate studios i well specifically I used the test net. So here here's what you have to do. You 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 basically have to generate a IPFS link with the artwork. So you're basically uploading two different collections to an IPFS link, like uh I forget it's like NFT storage or something like that. So basically you would upload that twice, like through Stargate Studio. So the way I did it was I used the test net to upload both collections. So I uploaded the reveal collection. Which was a little SK token, if anyone uh, minted the free Mint uh, on Stargaze, it was like an SK logo and it had like a little dragon animation. So I uploaded that one to the test net, okay? And then I uploaded the Dragon collection to the test net as well. So by uploading it to the test net, all it does is generate a test net smart contract. It still generates a um, IPFS link that's stored, you know, in the cloud. So as long as you have that IPFS link, you can link, you could reuse that link on the mainnet. So so basically, I used the reveal collection as the actual mint. So people minted 10,000 of this reveal collection. It was nothing but an SK logo that did a little, you know, fancy burn animation. And then once it minted out, I used that testnet IPFS link from the dragons and I, I used the Stargate Studio for the mainnet, and I um, batch updated the IPFS link. And then once I did that, I had um, one of the devs, I don't think it was Bonzi, because um, I know he checked the collection at the time, he was still around. Um, but someone refreshed it, and then that's when the reveal like basically kicked in. Because like for that, they kind of have to manually do it. And I think that would probably be the biggest hurdle for like having like a constant, like, you know, you're updating the IPFS link for like, you know, like little upgrades or like someone wins a contest or, you know, they pay to upgrade the art or something like that. Because uh, unless like Stargaze has it like on some kind of like standard time frame that like, you know, once a week it just manually um, updates, you know, the, uh, you know, the IPFS links, how it points or whatever. I think that would probably be the biggest thing
1: Okay, thank you so much. So then I just will need to go when I have my collection minted on, you know, deploy it. Just change the IPFS key and that's it. Okay, cool. That's cool. See, we're learning. We're learning. Now, I'm sorry, Signal, you're going to (laughs) need to take patience because you're going to deal with me soon. Uh, Snail, please, your pitch.
4: Yeah, I just wanted to add a little bit to that conversation. Uh, there's a project on Secret Network called Shillables, an NFT project. They've done a really great job with um, mut- mutable contracts. That's something that Secret introduced last year. And Shillables was meant in like a, a 2D image, and then they would um, yeah, change the metadata to reveal a, a 3D image of the, the shillable characters. And they have also done it with things like mutants. So I think that the use case around uh, mutable data is, is very interesting. Um yeah and I would think that it would be able to apply to you know the 1155 standard um yeah which is the open edition but uh snails snails uh we are a creator co-op for the cosmos ecosystem so what does that mean um our mint uh is on stargaze um 80 of the mint goes to uh, the snail treasury and then 20% to the artist. And that's the same split for um, our royalties. Uh, Treasury gets staked stars. And what kind of makes snails unique is that um, any rewards generated by the the treasury go directly to content creators um, who have to be holders of the snails token. So, um, you know, we're really trying to spearhead um, the education sector within the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, we'll be publishing content uh, to start under four playlists. Um, these are into the Cosmos, which are your basic 101 how-to videos. Um, Things like how to set up Kepler or, um, you know, what are the staking platforms within the Cosmos ecosystem. Next playlist is um, exploring the Cosmos. These are the higher level um, overviews of of your projects. So, um, you know, like what is shade protocol? What is Kujira? What is Stargaze? Um, Then we also have a playlist called community building. Uh, I think this was an an important one to add. So these, currently we have one video that's covering um, creating sticker packs on Telegram. It's a good way to engage NFT communities, but we'll also um, create some videos like um, setting up token gating bots on Telegram, um, on Discord. And um, Discord can be kind of a pain in the ass for uh, a new creator. So I think that was a pretty suitable um, playlist. And then our flagship product is gonna be a, a podcast series called Shell Shocked um you know interviews of nft artists um player one networks um dows community members um so uh those are our four uh playlists our content and we'll be using um omniflix as our you know, our preferred video sharing platform will be using all of the OmniFlix tools to um engage communities, especially for the podcast. So, you know, so if our if a guest comes on to the podcast, we'll um do an airdrop of an NFT to our holders, you know, specific for that um episode. And then um you know, we'll either airdrop an equal amount to random viewers or you know, maybe the, the guest has a a community of their own and they want to create a a whitelist so that's pretty much snails i think in a nutshell um you know our mint we started last month um you know and as soon as i clicked the instantiate contract button you know we sent the the price of stars haywire so um I think as soon as I get off of this space, we will be adjusting the price back down to uh, around $30, and then um, yeah, over the next maybe today, uh, I'm not totally sure how to do it yet. Um, but I'll be we'll be airdropping dropping um, additional NFTs to the people who purchased them at um, the full price uh, that we initially launched at to try to make it up for them. But um, yeah, I'm excited for it. We have a, a few content creators who are looking to get in once we adjust the price. Um, you know, one guy wrote a really good article for Outfit and Astro Vault um, liquidity bootstrapping protocol. Yeah, so he, he said that we could cross-post it, um, you know, to the Snails account. Uh, definitely open to um, cross-posting. You know, if you're a, a content creator, um, you definitely be rewarded to create content for Snails. Um, I think I look at it as a place for content creators of all sizes, you know it's definitely a place to uh, grow your own social brand, and on top of um, you know being part of um, something with a, a little bit bigger of a vision. Um, I'm pretty excited for a, a call with a, a project on um, Monday. We'll it's um, checked. Um, we will be you know, hopefully using the the check network. It's um, they are a decentralized identity network so you know if you're creating um content under snails you know you'll, you'll get a kind of like a badge or recognition that you can uh take take with you um you know once you leave the project you'll have your own kind of resume built up but um yeah i think that eventually um you yeah, know kind of once we get going you know middle of this year i think we'll have the opportunity to work with a lot of projects um been making some good good connections to um, DAOs within the space, Um, you know, projects that I don't think that they've necessarily have ever talked to an NFT project, you know, but they hear that we're trying to, you know, spearhead some education and they're interested in, uh, yeah, making their contributions to, you know, snails. So um, that's good. And then um, just actually had a little uh, Easter egg today. community member said that he finished up um, or at least has like the backbone to a a discord bot um, that will kind of surf for keywords um, and then um, spit out you know corresponding video to a question that they may um, have a question to so we'd like to open this bot up to any community you know within the cosmos you know once more new people come into the ecosystem um, you know then all those you know, one-on-one how-to um, type of questions start really coming in. I'm not sure if anybody's ever, you know, try to run support or, you know, work for a project or in a bull market, but there's a lot of people who <laughs> you kind of wonder how they show up at your door sometimes of, you know, if they don't know how to set up a wallet. It's like, you know, how'd you even find the project in the first place? But, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to gear up, you know, for that time and when, when people come back and have, um, you know, up-to-date content, you know there's the the need of why um i don't think we the cosmos has been really bitten by the the influencer bug uh too much but yeah, you know, we've seen in like the kusama ecosystem you know, some of those content creators you know, are making millions of dollars a year you know so we're just trying to help the small people you know i think a, a contribution to snails you know you'll in like um US dollar amount, you know, you can make a contribution to snails and you don't have to worry about creating your, your whole following. Yeah. You can make it, you don't have to spend all the time building up a following, um, being consistent. Yeah. You can take a break. So I think it's, um, eventually will be a pretty appealing place for people to, um, film a podcast, make a how-to video, write a blog post. So that was a, a long winded rant. I'm sorry about that.
1: No, I love it. To be honest, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely, good. you know, yeah. I mean, obviously, Joe is gonna agree, but you know, the power, um, you know, of content creation. Like, seriously, like if you are not here, like it's if you are not the seats, right? So I think that's pretty cool. To be honest, yeah, really excited about that. See, I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah, for
2: sure. And if there's any like,
4: yeah, I'm really excited for. No, if, if anything
2: like where we can like cross over, I'm happy t- to. Uh, to help or sometimes people message me and they ask me, Hey, can I do something for you? But I usually like operate on my own schedule and without like timelines and stuff. So maybe I'll just send them your way and get them, get them involved over there. I don't see why that you guys can't also get some funding. um, Now that the market's reversing, there's definitely, there's definitely more concerted effort by the individual chains at least to get content out there and your way seems to be pretty fair because you can get a variety of creators to kind of do their own operate in their own talent with their own talent to put out diverse content. So,
5: Joe, you're not supposed to, you're not yeah, supposed to help people, Joe. You're supposed to pull the ladder up behind you. What are you doing here? No,
2: no, no. Cause I don't <laughs> need to make, I don't need to make money, but I, I think that, that the content creators need to step it up. And I'm talking about myself too. I'm just saying I was talking to, <laughs> just when talking I was talking when I was talking to Jack, I'm like, the market's turning around. The content creators need to step it up. Me, whoever, whoever it is. Tank knows. Which Tank. Tank's not there. But I bet you, as soon as Tank starts seeing more people come into his stream, he's like, I gotta make my stream better. Some content creators think it's okay to make governance videos during a bull market, right? That's, I don't think that's a good idea. I think, I think um, we need more what you're talking about, instructional onboarding and Coogee is trying to do something similar. Right. So you might have some crossover with them as well. Um, has,
4: yeah. I've chatted.
2: They're
3: a little weird. I've chatted with. Uh, <laughs> they're a little weird.
4: Yeah. The Kooji cast, I've listened to them, uh, tuned in a little bit. Uh, definitely need to tune in more but uh kp with Kuji Coo- academy has has been supportive We've had a lot of support um from other ecosystems and it was interesting you brought up other projects um yeah that's really the the bigger picture is like bringing uh transparency to um kind of the backdoor deals that go on with the content creators like i i don't have any problem with um,
2: backdoor deals or you, you i hear a lot about the backdoor deals, and I. I, I was offered one and I said no. I didn't say no. I said that I have to t- I have to say it and they never got back to me again. <laughs> so a lot of the Yeah, it should be transparent. They want, they want backdoor deals because they want it to look like organic engagement, but I just gotta deal with um with shade protocol, like I, like a couple days ago. And I had to like sign a contract. I'm like, all right, this is like normal business. Like this is how it's supposed to be. So, you know, Shade Protocol is going to sponsor content and it's going to be ongoing. So it's not going to be like hyping up something and then all of a sudden the engagement is going to go away. So a lot of projects, they wait till like the day before they're going to launch something and then they just do like what you described as right. It's a backdoor deal.
4: Yeah. One of the nice things with snails, I think, is that we. Have-
2: you, you you muted yourself. Uh-
4: Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I think one of the nice things with snails is we have the ability to delete content, whereas like a a traditional content creator is building up their channel with their views, you know, a, a how to video on how to set up Kepler, you know, might be one of the most viewed videos, but then, you know, as, as they grow as a content creator, they start getting interviews and they start, um, you know, focusing more on project content and they start to, um, They move on to better things, you know. Make who wants that's that's what happened to me. Show setting up a wallet. That's what happened to
2: me. But you want to hear something funny, and then um, obviously we could we could wind it down after this tangent. I'm about to go on. So, in the month of December, my number one most viewed video was a video that was almost two years old. How to move Adam off Coinbase. That was my number two most viewed video for the month of December. I was like, damn, we got a lot of people coming. I think a lot of it has to do with Celestia and then a lot of it has to do with airdrops, but it doesn't matter. People are literally going into YouTube, how to get Adam, how to put Adam in my wallet, how to stake Adam. So I just remade the video. And of course people are still watching the old one because of how the, you know, the algorithms work. Right. So it's, I think it's almost better to have people, different people doing the same video. I don't even care if like, you or kujicast or Tank or someone literally takes my video, prints out the transcript and does the same exact video. It doesn't matter, right? Because that stuff is, it's timeless and you just want people to find it because my new video, no one watched. The old video is like, like 500 views in, in December. It's pretty wild.
4: Yeah, I ran a, a $10 ad on our YouTube channel, and I was actually kind of surprised on the amount of, you know, one subscribers and viewers, you know, it was like $10 that I ran uh, targeting the countries of like Thailand, Brazil, and Nigeria, um, you know, the viewer account, just to, just to try it out. Cause I content creation is something that I've I'm honestly um, new to. It took me a while to produce. Some, how do you, some how do you pay for an ad on YouTube? YouTube?
2: What do you, what do you, you go into YouTube studio and you could pay for ads? Oh, promotions. Oh, it's new. It's Yeah. There's a promotion. Okay. Okay. It says beta. So, all right. I was going to say, how the hell did I not see that? But I'm going to try that.
4: It's interesting for 10 bucks. Got a lot of traction and uh, DVPN has kind of been the outlier. Um, for me, with our content so far, I have a video highlighting my elite VPN. Uh, it's a, a white labeled app for them, and they get a lot of a lot of viewers on Rumble. You know, I know that they're um, they kind of a more of a what's Rumble? Uh, I guess it's I guess like a YouTube? libertarian point of view, but um, Rumble's like a okay. YouTube. But yeah, uh, DVPN's been getting a lot of traction for me. Interesting. Um, so well,
1: well, have you guys? Thought about trying as well Twitter lives because I've been checking how to set up. Uh, obviously, first of all, you need to have the blue <laughs> surprise surprise. <laughs> uh, but looks like it's pretty easy to link with you know if you're using Streamlabs or OBS like myself. I really want to give that try because I think like lives on YouTube uh, on YouTube on Twitter. Like stream, it's going to be, you know, new thing as well.
2: I saw Tank was doing it. So you're saying up by the Twitter space section, it's streaming a YouTube video, right? Is that that what you mean?
1: Mm, It's not like the space. Like when you go to Streamlabs or to OBS, when you have to click, you know, because you need a key, right? To link your Streamlabs to whatever you want to stream. Mm -hmm. Now appears Twitter, and when you click to Twitter and get the the key, uh, it's open up uh, a new tab in your browser on Twitter, and then you can set it up. Looks like it's See, I mean, I'm saying this, and I haven't set it up yet. But if I'm not overwhelmed with it, I'm sure that you can do it. So,
2: I'm gonna try because I'm gonna. I haven't live streamed in like two or three weeks, and I'm gonna live stream. Uh... I think Monday night I'll probably live stream. I'll see how it looks on my app. I don't use OBS. OBS is too hard for me to use.
1: <laughs> no, but but you should have it as well on Streamlabs or whatever. Yeah, restream
2: using. they might have um they might have added that in the last couple of weeks because I noticed it was kinda new. So
5: Yeah. Hey Joe, you need you need old BS.
2: <laughs> no, I just need BS. <laughs> yeah, just BS, then you'll figure it out. Oh, I know uh, that. I want I love beers. Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> I I I was gonna say, you know what I really wanna do, Maria, is a stream um of all like the art uh, some of the artists from Stargaze doing like uh one of those like like Gartic, Gartic phone or one of those games where you're doing a bunch of drawings. You know what I'm talking about, where you like like the party games oh, where you yes. draw back and forth. I think yes. that'd be really fun.
1: Yes, that would be really fun. Like I participated on some games uh, on Stargate doing that. first of all, how hard it is with the mobile oh, yeah, like crazy I, I was I was like, "Yes, shame on me. this is me on the on the phone with my fingers, okay? So don't expect nothing beautiful. Uh, but I think it's pretty. it's pretty cool. I really want to explore that like streaming more on Twitter. I've seen some people talking about it. obviously, it's lagging. I mean it's Twitter, okay. Obviously, it has to be laggy and buggy and everything. But I don't know. I don't know. I want I want to try. By the way, kid, I'm seeing you, and I cannot stop looking at your PFP. How beautiful, girl. Why everyone got silent?
4: I'd be more than happy to host a, uh, like a creator charade or Pictionary game, something like that. I think that'd be a, a fun way to tie the community back. And Maria also... Cosmos Awards. Um that was one of my the favorite right? events that I've ever was able to contribute to. So if that's something Dude, you want to do. I really want to do, to do
1: again. do it again. I wish I could do it again. We have to do it next next year because you know, like even on Polygon, they hear about the Cosmos Award and they were asking me. Um they prepared they 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 made it simple, like they prepare a Google form. And you just, you know, reply or whatever. But we should do it. I I had so much fun on that event, on that space.
4: Yeah, it meant a lot to help you and Victoria out, just really on Discord. But yeah, I thought it turned out to be such a great event for the community, especially like this time last year, everybody was pretty down in the dumps. And I thought it brought a a good bit of positivity to the ecosystem.
1: Oh, yes. Okay, Signal, you're now on Stargates. Yes, so you know we want to do the awards. So keep it in mind. Okay. I'm going to be bothering you yeah, now. I'll pass the message. <laughs> no.
5: I, I don't get to make any decisions, but I can. Uh, yeah. Sounds good.
1: <laughs> yeah. That will be great. Okay. Someone have more news or we should call it a yeah, day. We'll,
2: we'll call it a day. Next week, we have something good that'll probably go long, right? We're talking about NFT NYC. We'll have some artists who are featured at NY, NFT NYC. Amanda's going to talk about event planning. Um, I went to another one of her events two last week. Uh, she just puts on cool stuff because she she jokingly referred to her job as nerd hurting, but when you go there, it doesn't feel like n- it's all nerd hurting. It feels like you're at like a cool, like hangout, happy hour, lounge type place, and there just happens to be yeah. nerds there. Like that. Th- that's uh,
1: no, I love yeah. it. The one of last year. Well, that it was, was my that favorite. Was
2: awesome. That was awesome. I had so much fun getting free drink tickets for just standing there doing nothing. I'm hosting it this year. It's gonna be actually Maria, you're you're involved. I'm gonna host.
1: Yes. So. I know. I told you, you have to invite me to drinks.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I mean, it's we'll the see. deal. We'll I mean, NFT happy hour. No, no, we'll it see. No, we're gonna drink it. We're not gonna depends see on them. The jackal <laughs>
7: price. I'm I'm gonna say if someone offers you to mince some frogs, you do it. The
2: oh time. my god
1: oh my god for real i swear I, I i don't load even the the wallet to my phone i don't have any wallet on my phone because no i don't know i'm paranoid guys right, let's I'm not paranoid. bring this up. like i don't let's, have it's anything close to
2: bedtime to bring this up but yeah we're, we're gonna min- if someone walks up to us in that thing and says do you want to admit i'm just gonna just say yes and just stick my f- yes exactly take
1: I don't my don't money care. Take i money. use Exactly. Exactly. see how the, yes. A hot wallet.
2: That was, that was 100X right there because it went to 3,000. Exactly. More. In our face. Oh, man. I
1: think or, it's it higher
7: like than that. like 4,500.
1: Don't yeah. say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. And we were dancing and drinking like fools. Like, come on, Joe. We have to do it more professionally. Maria was acting
2: like they don't sell beer in her country. That's how interested she was in, 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 the, in the drinks over the frogs. It was so funny.
1: Well, I have to say that I I, I didn't drink any beer. Like, That's true. I was, you know, an adult. I was going to both cab, but okay.
2: I spilled all mine anyway. I, I, I dropped
1: it. Yeah. How I expensive are bunch. drinks there? I, think I, eh? dropped, Crazy. I, think I dropped
2: every other drink that night. I was, I was that was bad. Anyway, we'll, t- we'll, we'll reminisce next week. We'll shut it down. Good to see everyone. I see yeah. Mayor in the audience, um, Stacy, my neighbor. And Chris, kind of my neighbor as well. We'll talk next week, everybody. But uh, thanks, Maria, the host hostess with the mostess, and um, happy new year
1: yeah happy new year see you next week as joe said we're gonna have an space focus on NFT NYC. we'll have amanda so you have to come and uh, we're gonna have as well some of the female artists that are gonna be exhibited there and obviously we're gonna have the yes from joe saying that he's gonna invite all the ladies to some drinks with that being said have an amazing rest of your day
0: red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this rare, flexing broken knocks. Oh, I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then the end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known a politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible losses. All moss, and I'm liking the odds. Rondo in the morning, forming mycological. Bonds, click the cap. capital, the road is highly involved, flip a coin, diary, vol. motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy, before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey, what could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve, mentality stuck in the burbs, I'll be numbing up first, before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt, we rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play, ring around the rosy while the thunder is served, trying to figure out the max amount of denilase, stacked in non-toxic, just to get a at a place, smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps, clowns, white knight and all these Maybellines. they call it implausible, when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle, beats, tearing apart your community. all these low hanging fruits, bearing zero liquidity gotta plan it in reach, coming standard to each, I'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege, commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release, when I'm bumping these beats, hands up if I got